with the chilled puka by my side, I am motivated for the night. Benjamin Iketia here, Sports Panorama. We are live. Tomorrow be the day. The City Business Olympics is here with us. Eden Heights. By 7 a.m., you should be making your way there. Sports Panorama proudly brought to us by Game Park Limited. This week, Dreams FC and Mediama Sporting Club are involved in calf competitions. That's on the local front. Barcelona Football Club. <laughs> Investigations FC. Corruption FC. Prosecutors FC. Court FC. They are in hot waters. A formal investigation is underway for bribery involving Barcelona. You heard that right. We'll go to Napoli this week as well because Victor Osimen and Napoli Football Club are on a coalition. What's going to happen there? There's a big game in the Premier League this weekend. It's Tottenham hosting Liverpool. That should be good as well. And then in the NBA, there's a big trade. Big trade. Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. Huge trade. Probably I'll find a football equivalent of that trade. Then, of course, we'll be talking some business Olympics. Like I said, the rabbi is here. His puka is chilled. Anthony is back. Oh, Rabbi. Oh, Rabbi. One time. Oh, Charlie. One time. Welcome your boy back to the fold. Yehovah Zibal. Oh, Zibal. Okay, Besho. Bebashe. Beleshe. City Business Olympic. Barcelona initial here at Chisuelo. Bribery is a bribery is a I'm a bribe me. I'm a I'm a now what? no quality can you walk Oh, injunction in ke a ya on the post. No, you can't buy any nasty. No, you are in my man. Why are on the post? You're gonna need Show down, Pope Abano. Show down. There will be show down in every election in this country. Yeah, yes, Ubami. There will be show down in every election in this country. Amen. Numa Jobo. 
showdown be a fan walk any more journey. There will be showdown. Any me can be P no obi obo. Ghana mamu fan fake clan. Mamu fan. Mamu fan. Chale. If you know sock poker before my guy, you just go pick your poker from the nearest one. Oh, Chale. Poker be non Distribution, Amen. So puka no, because no, right now the dialysis machine puka yeah. the price go up puka so be the official puka drink. puka be non alcoholic so mm. boys for take Th- pay attention to puka thank you very much mm. it be it be herbal drink where it they do plenty yeah. things they say it be for African recharge however you they understand the African recharge, recharge. a proper Re- a proper proper African recharge recharge, recharge. Yeah, go a recharge. proper recharge no top one bottle. Richard Joe Richard one. The sensation they feel if the drink goes through your sofa goes. If the if the potions master give you the recipe where you know take them, we can't do anything good for you again. Game Park Limited says if you want to live like a tycoon, then you need to play with them. Ghana's newest lottery game draws live on Adum TV at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. daily. Pick up your phones, tablets, and computers and download the Game Park Games app on Play Store. You can also play on our website at www.gameparkgames.com or by dialing star 946 hash on all networks. Just choose four numbers from zero to nine. Easy to play, easy to win. Make we play this game and make some cash. Game Park Games, more moolah, more power. Let me start off the show with a few things that we just need to mention and get out of the way. I don't want us to get too much into it. We've spoken about them extensively. First on the menu, Dreams FC Mediama have second legs to play this weekend. Let me just let Pichichi have a quick word on that. Pichichi, what do you mm. expect from those two games? Big games for our clubs mm. in Africa this weekend. Big weekend for them. Absolutely. For Dreams FC, they have that. I think it's a good one for our clubs because they both have the advantages heading into the uh, second leg. They've all had the chance to now play in the Ghana Premier League. So mm-hmm. there's been some sort of competitive action for them as well. And for me, this is the moment for them. The motivation is there. I, I, I listened to coach for Media Mart today, Evans Ogesenadote, mm-hmm. speaking of the fact that, yes, his boys are ready for this tax. Against Oroya, it's not easy. Oroya has a lot of experience recent times in Africa. They've been rubbing shoulders with the likes of Alalis and they, with that Casablanca and all that. So they know how to beat teams at home. And so I, I feel like Mediama should be able to be worried about the threats that the Guinean side pose. But I believe that this is the moment for them, a defining moment in their mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Yes, they haven't started the league very well. I think in in their first league match, they drew against Accra Lions. They lost 2-0 to mm-hmm. Rihanna Stars. And this is a huge worry because I thought they should have used their league games to, to get ready for this continental assignment. Though. But 
who knows maybe they are just reserving their energy more for africa than in the ghana premier league so i believe they need to go into the game Everton adote knows what he has to do he knows the advantage he has and so i expect mediama to progress for dreams fc good news they're not playing at the home grounds of the opponent fc Calon. it's away from home for them mm-hmm. the experience of abdul karim zito should be one that mediama should rely on john entry should really attack for them and i think that for once in a long time I'm expecting the two Ghanaian teams to be in the group stages of both the CAF Champions League and the CAF Confederations Cup. That would be huge if both of um, Dreams and also Mediama can actually make it to the next round of the competition. Um, let's get into that Kim Faisal injunction as well. PG, you've been following that case. Just quick thoughts. So it's been adjourned again, um, f- particularly Faisal's case. Yeah. George Free also has filed a, a, a case in court here in Ghana and he's also filed his cast case. Just quick updates on those before we move on. Man, it's, 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 been, it's, it's now getting difficult for me to keep tracks of the court cases we have in Ghana <laughs> against the GFA and all that. One week, one case. <laughs> so what we know is that, yes, the parties went to court, uh, speaking of Kim Faisal and then uh, the GFA, that's on Thursday, September 28th, and then the, once again, the case has been adjourned to October 12th. Mm-hmm. Now, what this means is this. The GFA originally was set to hold their elections on the 5th of October. Mm-hmm. And so with the case hearing now moved to the 12th of October, we're expecting a statement from the GFA okay. regarding the new dates for the elections now, because they have to sort this issue out before they can decide what to do with the elections. Kim Faisal wants the election process to start from the lower level, so... It's a simple matter for King Faisal. For them, let's start elections from the district assembly, uh, district level. That's it. Then we move to the regional football associations, mm-hmm. ESCO, and then we wrap up with the presidential elections. The GFA says no. They want to start with the presidential elections first before they move to the lower levels. So that's why they are in court now to decide on the best approach for the upcoming elections. Mm-hmm. For the Georgia Free Air issue as well, um, yes, there's a confirmation now officially from his uh, lawyers that they filed a case in court against the GFA mm-hmm. and they're looking at what they are seeking. Let me quickly go through the reliefs that they are seeking. Um, uh, so it's it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six reliefs, that's what George Free is seeking from mm-hmm. the court. And uh, one, he wants a declaration that the decision by the Elections Committee of the GFA dated 28 August mm-hmm. and affirmed by the post committee on September 15 was made in violation of his fundamental human rights, particularly due to the process and or fair hearing. So he mm-hmm. believed that he didn't get a fair, a fair hearing mm-hmm. from these two GFA committees. And also he's hoping that these decisions will be made invalid as a result of him not getting a fair hearing, and which is what a violation of his fundamental human rights. Mm-hmm. Three, also he wants the court to, inv- to invalidate the decision of the executive, uh, that's the elections committee and the mm-hmm. opposed committee. Okay. And uh, also, he's seeking that a declaration should be made that the GFA should not proceed mm. to elect their president be on t- be f- until his issue at CAS is determined. Okay. Because it's, once again, a violation of his, uh, his fair hearing, which is a fundamental human right he has to get. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, they want the court to block the GFA from going ahead with its necessary processes regarding the elections. And then also, finally, the cost mm-hmm. of all the processes should be 
awarded to whoever wins the case as well. So this is what he's seeking, seeking. at the moment. Okay. And 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 so the case will be heard uh, from the dates on the documents Thursday, twelfth October. Okay. As well. So it's quite interesting that Thursday, twelfth October. Meaning that on that day there's GFA versus Kim Faisal mm -hmm. and there's Georgia Free versus GFA. <laughs> interesting. Could you want to have a quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 just very quick. I just want uh, the people at the FA to recognize the fact that there are laws in this country and therefore such things are filed. Mm -hmm. You cannot go ahead and do anything because it is an injunction until mm -hmm. the court uh, uh, um, um, makes a determination or yeah. gives a ruling. Every matter on, on elections should be put on hold. Hmm. Nobody should attempt anything that will bring about contempt when you did it some time ago we saw those who went into the sankolo i mean they say we shouldn't say that but if you have five if you are uh, 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 caught for content yeah some of you are already ex-convict uh, 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 <laughs> when we say you say we shouldn't say it yeah, your yeah. behaviors um, uh, confirms that. that. There is an injunction on the process. So there is nothing on the 5th of 6th of October. The court of Ghana, which determines such matters, will determine. And cuts ruling too will be determined. And everything will be fine. And will go, go for the election. When you win, we'll congratulate you. When you lose, we are very hopeful that the football people yeah. will save Ghana football. Finish. So I'm not going to now. The matter is being given to the law court, mm -hmm. and I know there are there are laws in this country. If you are a man, go and be, do anything, and I'm of contempt. You not go inside for one day. Be an agbena six months, get it? Be convicted of what team in your group? Be agbena. Charlie, I just saw something. Hey, Charlie, do you know that they play football in Nepal? No, so yes. guess guess who is in Nepal? Mm. Just take a wild, a wild guess. guess. Who is in Nepal? Dominicadia. No, Dominicadia is in Thailand. Okay, okay. <laughs> collecting <Nepal>. rice. <laughs> <laughs> See, hey, Charlie, Ghanaian players they do things. Oh, okay, who's hey. in Nepal? Who's in, who's in Nepal? Nepal? No, wait, yeah. Tell us who is there. Tariq Jibril. Oh, Nana. See, I just see the news there. <laughs> see, if former top, see, listen, he has returned though. Playmaker Torik Jibrin has returned hmm. to Nepal and signed a deal with FC Chitwan. <laughs> FC Chitwan. For a fleet second, I told you we were going to say he had come back to play for now. Listen, Everest Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, they say the duration of the contract remains undisclosed. Hmm. Jibrin has been joined at the club by former Wasunta player. <laughs> Rafik Aminu. Charlie, <laughs> Ghanaians are moving to the Nepalese league. Nepal. Mountainous, yeah. mountainous area. Charlie, Ghana football. We need to, see, we need to be, we need to. The Nepalese see. leagues. 
coefficient <laughs> like minus three hundred and eighty. Tally coach is why because our league is bad. Why do you think? You cannot pay a, a minimum of thousand Ghana cities. Let me tell you, there are people who don't even know that Nepal is a country. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. look. You Nepal is. They have a league. Guys, you know Nepal. The problem of Ghana football. The problem of Ghana football. The problem with Ghana football is an um, <laughs> is an economic thing. Yeah. The other day in the in the <clears throat> the highs of um, the Occupy Jolobi house demo, mm -hmm. and I tweeted that if the economy were fine, mm -hmm. all of us would be able to go and watch games, yeah. and we'll be able to keep the best players in this country. Mm -hmm. Look, players just like all of us here, mm -hmm. when offered better opportunity, they will stay. If they have the if if because what is the equivalent? What is the equivalent? The money they earn in Sri Lanka, in Nepal, the, mo the in money Nepal. they earn in Mongolia, yeah. mm -hmm. the money they earn in uh, Ethiopia and Djibouti, Kazakhstan, uh -huh. Turkmenistan. What, what is the equivalent <laughs> when, when you equate it in, in, in Ghana city terms? So, so, so it's like thousand nine hundred. You see, so the point is that they are leaving because they are taking economic decisions they just happen to be footballers mm -hmm. it's the same decision the nurses and doctors I make at a point yeah. because you want better for yourself so i feel that the conversation about ghana football is in two parts one part of course policy mm -hmm. direction plans and whatever the other part is economic very economic that teams can't make money fans cannot go and watch games Right, so even if you peg a ticket price at 50 cities how many people can look at 50 cities today and say that between three meals or two meals a day and mm. a Ghana Premier League ticket, I'll do it. Right now it's two meals a day, one zero. Two one. meals, one zero one. one Some zero people one zero zero, whatever it is. Mm. So the point is that the conversation about Ghana football, like I said, is in two layers. One layer we can pin on the sports ministry and the FA. Mm -hmm. The other layer we can lay squarely on the doorsteps of the people running this country because the economic conditions are so bad. That people don't have disposable income and even spend that disposable income on going to watch a Ghana Premier League game. But but Nathan, now, I'll, I'll disagree with you slightly mm -hmm. there because for me, I think it's all about effecting the administrative pillars to ensure that the product that you go out there yes. to watch yes. is, is authentic, but you see, it's I'm good. Saying, yeah, because it is this, this same uh, country see, that we had Olympics and Akahaso uh, folk play and people were almost yeah, trampled so, so over. It's true, I'm saying that and I said two just sides. before you continue, let me add again. When you have the people who run our football, yes, go and put proposal before government. That says that when the World Cup money comes, give this man hundred thousand dollars to put in his pocket, all for no work done. That people could not tell the government that look, our league need proper yes. financing. So of the nine million dollars that is coming from the World Cup, why can't you put like three or four, five million yeah, yeah. guarantee proper sponsorship for the next five years where teams can make money mm -hmm. and pay these boys well to get them to stay, get our league to get to a level uh, more attractive for people to invest good. in. But it has to be put down solid to the doorsteps of I'm the saying, football see, people. I get you. Yeah. The point I agree with all that you're saying. My argument is that it is true, and we have to hold the people running our game very responsible for the state yeah. in which it is when i talk about the economic situation i talk about us exactly the consumers what because us what will compel us to go and watch that's it because the economic situation is so oh, bad i can't players, assess my own investment yes. players they have access to daily yes. cash 
I've been hey. saying this thing. I'll continue you know, to so, say it. So my money is locked up. Your money is locked up. If you want to do something, your project you want to do because of the haircut, you can't progress. Do anything. So the people running our game, let me finish quickly. So the people running our game need to do, and I completely agree with Chris on the point that when we, when there's a lot of money coming in, we need to sit and plan with it and say, okay, what do we want to do with the football? Because, guys, whether we like it or not, mm -hmm. football will not progress in this country without the involvement of the government. You, can, it, you cannot can't do it. So if you don't make an argument to the government mm -hmm. and force the government to put money in your game, the government will do its own thing and look at you and yeah. say, ah, you, you say you are okay, yeah. okay, let's do something else. Yeah. I feel that the people who run this game need to hold government and say, we need money. Yeah. Government has always been the biggest spenders in all places. Mm -hmm. So if the government has the money, tell the government, this is what we want. Give them a proper plan. We want a stadium here. We want here. Go to a Look at the state of a but, but, but the stakeholders have been doing this over, eh? over the years. Yes, they've been doing it. They've been, asking is, for money. they've been asking for money, and government has been providing them the money. But, what do, but okay, the money, point is, see, what do they money, do? No, the money. money for what? That's the thing. You see, have they ever gone they've to tell government, to government that we need money? Government go to give Morocco. Them money. Give them money for what? what? Yes, give them money. The Moroccan FA, they want to I'm see saying. their king. That's why I have cited the example that they say, give us money for our pocket. Let me give you an example to just bring context to what you guys are talking about. So two seasons ago, before when the league was struggling for a headline sponsor, oh. they went to the government and said, give money to us to put in the league. But you see, you cannot just go to government and say, give, give us money to put in the league. Your request must be structured. Okay, give us money to put in promotions of the league. Give us money to augment 50% salaries <laughs> for, players. for players. Give us money to cover NHIS. Yeah. Very you know, good. That's, you need to structure the money mm -hmm. you are asking for. And I'm, I'm even bringing this whole Torek Jibrin thing because look, I just... I'm just hurt looking at this. It's funny, but it's, it's a also, fine talent. It's also such a fine talent. talent. Look, look, at, look at Torik Jibrin. Such a fine when, talent. Look, I, so I, I, I dare say, right, that mm -hmm. between the time he broke out as a talent and now, we've never there, seen there have been very few players like who, him. who ah. match up to that level yeah. of talent that he showed. Yeah. But look at him now. And if you look at his history, in fact, I will find his trajectory for you. It's, and, and his I, trajectory I, I, is sad. Congo, uh, Nepal... Thailand, very obscure. He, he's doing all this just to feed family. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. You have to understand it. Look at Dominic Eddie and all that. Went to AC Milan. After that, it was downhill from there. Nikon Rakasima. Funny teams. Also, the names. You can't even mention the names of the clubs. That's all the names I've never mentioned. Nikon Rakatsima. I had to. I had to note it down because I had never heard of them. Exactly. Listen. And and this was just lots of questions. No wonder that there's a potential demonstration coming up against. Uh, Ghana football, but <laughs> in all, my point is, I think we need to look at the structure of how our football clubs are also formed. Yeah, I think the that one man thing. one man football club thing yeah. is is too easy. Everyone wakes up and wants to form a football club, yeah. and everyone feels it, that they it can is, be. It goes back see, to the stakeholders. We, Who is there to we, ensure that when these things? Are prevented because one person wakes up and says, "I've set up an academy." He shares when, some t-shirts to some and then boys in the area, club. and he starts See, doing whatever yep. he wants. Yep. If if we make forming a football club a little difficult, mm -hmm. more like the banking sector where you need some certain amount yeah. Yeah. before you a can threshold. form a bank, yep. a threshold. Yep. I think yep. we need to have discussions around all this, making football clubs difficult to form. If you think that you are a rich man, 
and you can merge with someone yes. maybe three or four rich men together yes and you can provide better salaries for your players that would be better than the one man the one man thing is killing us so much mm -hmm. and also those days where we had the various companies coming into football i think we need to revise that once again come back into football i feel that th those clubs have enough look at, look at summer See, text and what's going on if, with them it's great stuff yeah. for them if companies own football clubs mm -hmm. let's say let's say so, goyle has a football club yeah and these players are automatically paid alongside the other. Can you imagine? Power FC. Back in the day, Power FC. ECG. FC. This man, exactly. Then we are going, and, so we and they belong to the, again. the society, okay. yeah. the community. Yeah. Is ours. We need to go back to what we were doing in those days. I think it, maybe the companies felt that because people were springing up with their own a football clubs. A lot of those companies are reeling themselves right now no, but, from but to do not that so also, great management. But see, yeah. to do that also, they might be that plan to government that, okay, if these companies are coming up for them, yeah. Obviously, they will need a, a tax rebate. There must be some sort of lifestyle for them. Exactly. You, you reduce the tax, employ more people, they pay, then you exactly. tax people. So we need to revise, have a conversation. And I don't know what this upcoming demonstration against Ghana football will do, though. But this is one of the conversations we need to yeah, have yeah. and then make our league I, better. I'm, See, I'm, not, I'm not happy about our anyone who says that oh, our, our, our league, our, our league cannot get better. And I tell them, just, the, just recently, the if you go there, bucket just, list, you are just trying recently, to climb we saw, we saw top, top players in our league. The Thomas Abbeys, we for Kobana, and uh, the, we have enough quality in our league that we're mm -hmm, enjoying. Mm -hmm. Just, I think, two or three seasons ago. Yeah. So it tells you that what, as recent as 2020, the yeah. COVID time, Ghanaians were in love with our league once yeah. again. Yeah. So it's not far from us that, yeah. oh, it's we just need we to can put this it. together and then that's we'll be it. back here. People, people will not find it difficult. That's see, a, that's see, a, yeah. if, if the league is good and I'm paying 50 Ghana cities mm -hmm. to go and watch a game. See, that's why I disagree people, people will not really f uh, complain if what they're going to pay for is good. See, you don't need 50 Ghana cities. And that's where I agree with Nathan, but I don't completely agree with him. Because, quick point, just a quick point. Be, yeah, just a quick point. Because if the league is good if things are structured properly mm -hmm. yeah and let's see i live at ashoman estate and i move from ashoman estate Trotro, to accra it's what seven cities 50 pesos that's in and out that's 15 cities then i i alight at accra poly and i walk to the stadium then i pay what six uh, seven cities for popular stand mm -hmm. that's how much uh, 22 ghana cities yeah. If I have to go and watch a quality game, mm -hmm. paying 22 Ghana cities, despite the trying economic times we are in, mm -hmm. a lot of people can afford it. Yeah. But the point is, things haven't been structured well. Mm -hmm. So I don't even believe in the product I am going to watch, Fair the point. authenticity. Fair point. Because I, somewhere, somewhere, somehow, mm -hmm. the, the results have already been manufactured before the, even the game starts. More. To I the point know. that I even get the chance to go and bet. You have one referee officiating Dreams FC, Dreams FC, Dreams FC. So why FC, would I go Dreams through FC. that stress? Every match you officiate for Dreams FC, they will win. Every match they will win. They will win. They will win. They will. What is that? Then, then you go and give him a award. Then, okay, see. you give him a, a voucher to go and brush his teeth. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. You see, and just a quick, quick example, PGT. You see, I always make this um, example. Like, when you look at other events, um, Dirty Rave. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, uh, that's Ghana Music Awards and all those that's things. Look, how, how much things. money do people pay on the average to yeah, attend these events? 100, 200, 300. 300. Yep. What is your average amount of money you pay to watch a Ghana Premier League game? Seven CDs. Seven CDs. Ten CDs. Multiply if, if five CDs. Five CDs. Yes, Multiply five CDs, five CDs times um, fourteen or 15, uh, 15 games, mm -hmm. home games. How much is that? It's not even up to two hundred CDs. 
but people still won't go, but they will go and watch and, and go and attend the The quality is on point. But in all, the key question is, is this FA really interested in our league? No. So, so, so if, if the one who's supposed to make the league better, better. isn't really interested, it's not interested in, it. in the league. Why would I even bother? See, we will be here, we will speak, but... but. Hmm. <laughs> how do you take the, a flight the to the Nepal? A flight to Nepal. We go to oh, India. Oh, we we'll go to India. Then by India, India is there a straight flight to Nepal. I'm not talking about Dubai. 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 It's okay. It's fine. Let me go to Naples and talk about an incident that happened this week that has left everybody really, really confused. So Udinese had a match against Napoli Football Club. Napoli were awarded a penalty. Victor Simmons stepped up to take the penalty and missed the penalty. Now, in the hours that followed, something really weird happened. The TikTok account of Napoli went and thought that the, the penalty missed by their own player was funny. So they put it out there and they put a very Alvin and the Chipmunks type voice yeah. under the <laughs> coconuts. Under the I want a penalty. Video. Give me penalty. They thought it was funny. Until Osimen's people from Nigeria said, What? What is going on here? This is racist. This is disrespectful. You need to take this down. So after a whole lot of backlash, Napoli eventually took down the post. Now, Osimen's agent yeah. says that they are exploring the possibilities of suing Napoli for the said incident. The club have re released a statement saying that they had no intention to cause any harm to Victor and that TikTok they believe is a platform for light-hearted matters and so this was a light-hearted matter as far as they were concerned <laughs> so, some <laughs> jokes are expensive I'm bringing this in studio coach let me start with you on this one first of all do you think that this was a racist incident or this is a racially motivated incident too is it enough grounds for Osimen to want to leave Napoli because videos have been shown where he was coming into training. He walked in. Yeah. He saw some of his teammates. His teammates Zelinsky. Zelinsky yes, and yes, ignored yes, them. Yes, he just shook hands with his team manager yes, and then he walked in. Very, very interesting. Look, truth be he told, he didn't celebrate to after scoring in midweek. Hmm. Yeah. Truth be told, that was not necessary from Napoli. They shouldn't have done that. As to whether you can equate that to racism mm -hmm. look i've thought about it i've gone back and forth mm -hmm. on the matter i say wow why would they remember the controversy started between he and quaras kelia on who was the best exactly. player exactly. when the league ended exactly and they even crowned the other player over him mm -hmm. and that was shocking to all yeah, of us very very shocking so i've been struggling to accept it as a racist uh, thing but look i asked myself would they have done it to, if you were white, if he was like he was a white, if he was Quara, who had would been, they have done that? I was talking to somebody, and somebody said it's something they've been doing. I said, I'm not sure they should give us one evidence as in Napoli or as in Napoli. Mm. And I told the person that the, then the best way to have argued them uh, yeah. for, for themselves what, what to bring all the others as this is something we normally do, then that puts the matter to bed. So the place must be made aware that this, aware, is what, we do, this so. is what yeah. we do. And I told them, I'm not sure. Because in their defense, 
they never made it very clear that it's something that they normally do so look and this is by far their most precious commodity mm. in terms of revenue in terms of if yeah. if they were to put put Simon on the market right now he gives them the most money mm. as compared to any player they have right. in the team so I ask myself but why would they do that and get him to force a move where they may not even get the amount of money yep. because everybody knows yeah. your players unhappy and wants to exactly. leave exactly so i've been struggling but look if i have the chance to talk to the people at napoli i would i would tell them boldly in their faces mm -hmm. look you wouldn't have done that if he was a white man or if he's a white man you wouldn't have done that to him it was so unfair mm -hmm. and i think he deserved whatever apology that will bring the matter to rest but look i think the people of osime should take the matter up mm. they should take it up because if it was the other way around they wouldn't have allowed it to just go dead just like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the people should take it. and i like osime's reaction to whatever happened he deleted everything he Napoli deleted everything Napoli Napoli related Napoli. on his Instagram account. On his Instagram account. Hmm. And I'm sure he's told them that, look, I'm not going to be here for long. I want to go. Hmm. As to whether they will get the required amount of money, I doubt. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, because they've hurt their market value. They've completely destroyed the market value. I heard the president of the club saying, how would they want to, how can they do something that would destroy the, 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 the biggest star in that team. Uh, young man, you've already done it. Mm -hmm. It's already been done. It was uncalled for. It was so unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And whoever did that, if Napoli really want to, to prove to all of us that yeah. the big, those people in charge of that Instagram and call, whoever, the, whoever allowed that to go, yeah, their heads madam, should roll by now. Mm -hmm. People should be losing their job. But you don't keep them there. So intense. So, so intense. Show that it was a mistake. Show it working, was, show working. That is it. And we've not seen it. We've not heard anything of the sort. So if I'm a seaman, definitely I'm not going to be there for long. Hmm. If this, if we're in January, Obviously. I think he would have forced the move. Because if you look at his body language yesterday, was it yesterday after scoring? I think they played yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think on Wednesday. No, on Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday I guess when you look Wednesday. at him, even the Napoli players, not all of them could go to him. Yeah. It was only one one player who actually ran to him and jumped, and the, you, you can see the, the affection with which he embraced Osime. Mm -hmm. The rest were just standing by there. And that is another reason why. And that is I, another if reason I was why him. I'll be pissed. But I'll be pissed because the players didn't come out to condemn it. They should they have so solidarity. I, 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 and I think that's why he gave them a code so that when he walked into exactly. the facility, so clearly it is a it is a dressing room that he cannot belong to any longer. Huh. <clears throat> it is clear, and look at his 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 relationship with the coach now, sir. Yeah. It is not the way she, he thought it would be. So I think, look, it is the beginning of the end of the marriage. I can't believe and that. At the end of the day, a team is coming to lose a player like in January over TikTok. Yes, in January, if he cannot force the move, surely in the summer he has to go. Nathan, let me give you a take on this Osimhen matter and what you've made of it. Since I it, it I to play out. I saw the video on, on Twitter. I, initially, when I saw it, I was wondering what was going on. Mm -hmm. 
And then... Fake news. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was one of those things. And then the story started to trend. I followed a few of the accounts. <clears throat> now, a bit of context. Now, Napoli has not been a happy place this season. They've been struggling in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds of other things are happening. Over the weekend, Osimen and Rudy Garcia yeah, had a bit of a shouting yeah. match when Osimen was, was substituted. You know. Hmm. And Osimen later came to apologize and everything. But if you ask me, I, I think Napoli really crossed the line. There are certain things you never do. There are certain things you should never, never. ever, ever, ever never. do to anybody who plays for your football team. Now, if if you are somebody handling the social media page mm-hmm. of the football club, you are in a very, very powerful position. Yep. And you need to be very sure of what you are putting out. For a club's TikTok handle to put out a player and address him or paint him out as a coconut... That was that was below below the belt. with an animated with voice an animated, ah, talking about give me a penalty nonsense. give me a penalty. Me a penalty. So this was this oh was this was proper editing. They ed- yes. they, they sat oh down, graphics, thought about it, graphics. assembled graphics, <laughs> edited it, and re- Napoli to rendered club, rendered the fouls. And then you leave it, those people even, there. And even even, even the apology is pathetic. It's very pathetic. No, I read the apology <laughs> and they said, "Well, okay, oh, Simon, that, that's not an apology. That's that's wrong. Now you apologize. It's like." I, I, it's like I'm sorry if 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 you say if, if you say your head that I'm sorry your head that I'm sorry now 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 and I think Napoli as a club they have fumbled it they've really really fumbled it with this Osimen business because now here you have a player you have openly told the world you don't respect a player you don't appreciate and the seeds of it were sown last season when all this conversation around. Who's, who was Napoli's player of the season, mm-hmm. whether it was Kvaskelia uh, or, or Victor Osimen. And I think Napoli have handled it really, really wrongly. Aurelio De Santis hasn't said anything. As, he hasn't said anything as president, owner, mm-hmm. whatever. He hasn't said anything so far. I don't think he will say anything. I'm really not expecting much from him. But I feel that Napoli have really crossed the line. And I think this could be the beginning of the end. Yeah. With of that relationship between Ossiman and Napoli, the biggest challenge though is the release clause. Mm. That release clause is so huge, oh, but, but he has not renewed his contract yet. He hasn't, but currently, that so if you want to, if you want to buy the player, that's the amount you have to meet. How much is on his release no, clause? I think now? it was, um, they put 150 million euros. I think that's what I, that's I, what I thought, no, I, I thought it was when if he had renewed the contract, that would have been the release. No, clause. because that was what that was what they. That was his asking price when the Saudi yeah, came yeah, so, so, but, but it wasn't. Okay, it is what, not embedded in the okay. in the current. Whatever contract. it is, they they asked the Saudis to pay one fifty million. Mm-hmm. Now Osimen would have wanted a lower price so that he could have an opportunity to leave. Leaving in January might not happen because he's playing the Afcon then. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he would want to be out of a team in January when he's going to play an Afcon. But if you ask me, my reading of the situation is this that. Or Simon won't be a Napoli player for the very foreseeable future. And I think, I think he's, Na- he's playing his glasses. Well, and I, and I think Napoli's they, conduct is really poor. There's Real Madrid really in the picture. Really substandard. Yeah. Okay, so there's the, there's, the, there's the this thing here. 
Um, he actually does have a release clause. Yeah, so Napoli have put a 129, 129.4 million pounds. So yeah, okay. one, that's, that's 50 million euros. Yes, that's yes. 150 um, million euros. His new contract. Yeah. Now, the clause will kick in from July 2024 for non-Italian clubs and 2025 for Italian clubs. See, so which, uh, he hasn't signed that. He hasn't signed it. And so his contract when he signs that, that is when that thing is, you know. But his current contract has not got yeah. anything like and that. And his current so, contract ends in June 2025. No so after this season, mm -hmm. he has just one more season left yes. on his contract so, to play. So, so Napoli have really shot themselves. Let me read something quickly that Gabriel Marcotti, mm -hmm. uh, very, very the venerable Gabriel Marcotti, and he's described this whole episode mm -hmm. as quote the most needlessly boneheaded act exactly. of self-harm in recent history mm. end quote if you if you want the biggest example of a team that looked a star player in the eye and threw him out of the window because of their own foolishness it is napoli doing this over the weekend i don't know what possessed them to attempt this but I think their reputation as a club it's has gone. been dented, it's been hurt, and it wasn't caused by anybody. They have brought this on to mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. And the TikTok people are still at post. See, those who did those things, they are still at post. TikToker. See, Ben, for me, I think coach may not want to say, but Napoli is a racist club. Let's say it as it is. They are a racist club. See, okay. This is it. This is it. I think when they have history, when the uh, issue about who is their best player last season popped up, I look at how everything went down. There was this picture where the crowd was given to Carvalho uh, Shilia yeah. over Osimen, and clearly people were not happy. Mm -hmm. You look at who is the bigger fish in your team. Mm -hmm. It's obviously Osimen, and I know as a football club that what what you do mm -hmm. on social media is to make sure that you hype your best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You hype your best. Mm -hmm. There is no football club that mocks their best player. Imagine. Messi being mocked by Barcelona, yep. Ronaldo being mocked and then, by. And then when Messi Ramadre, gets offended, they say, "Ah, but we're just playing. Why are you just upset?" Just imagine. No, he's your best player, so you must always make sure that. Project what, him in positive light. Exactly. Yeah. Everything you do about him must be in a good light for you, because see, the things posted on social media mm -hmm. are easily to duplicate and then to be there forever. Yep. I'm sure they've deleted the video, <laughs> but and others have it. Yeah. And it will forever be on social media. Mm -hmm. So that's how impactful mm -hmm. these videos are. Mm -hmm. And my take is this. If they knew they were going to do this, couldn't they have maybe told the players about this idea that, okay, we are creating a social media uh, or TikTok page where we want to at least have a lighter side of your play. Are you in agreement with this or not? Mm -hmm. Let the players give your feedback. So that what? If you know that, okay, Osimen and Co. don't like it, you know that, okay, this idea is a bad idea. Yeah. So at least let the players know at the start of the season that this is what we want to do before you even progress. But here you are, Players are not aware. You go there, they've tried to try to mock some other players as well. But I feel that if this was something that the other players have not complained about, with Osimen, they've gone overboard mm -hmm. because of how huge it is for the club and all that. And I look at how they came back to try to do the damage control. The Wait. person who tried to type that letter mm -hmm. is very pathetic. <laughs> yes. All of you, them should have been sacked by now. When when things happen and you, you, you try to apologize. You, you said that they should be sacked. Their owner or De Laurentiis hasn't said anything. That's that's what I'm saying. Which, which, which is allowed, which is an endorsement. Which is an endorsement of what you're saying. how the club is. Napoli as a club is a racist club. It's a racist club. Very, very racist. Ah, look at and how they treated Kuribali. 
For me, this is also a good one for the other clubs who are watching. Oh yes, Chelsea. The Man United. But they say Chelsea are monitoring the situation. Yeah. We are monitoring. We are monitoring. This some way somehow this is good yeah. for the other clubs. Yeah. And it tells them that this is a lifeline. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm happy this has happened. Oh yeah. Because I know how difficult it is to price a player away from Napoli, especially their own. Very difficult. So with this happening, hallelujah for some of these clubs. They cannot let try just, to get a player. Me, I would even go as far as saying Napoli are racist or whatnot. Look, I'll just say this. If you know what the map of Italy looks like, right? It looks mm -hmm. like a shoe. Look look at <laughs> look at where Naples is as a province. <laughs> and look at all the the states and the provinces around Naples. Just go and do a little reading around it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Let's move on to Barcelona. <laughs> Guys, Barcelona fans. Sorry, what's going on with your club? Every single week. Every single week. Every, every, no. Guys, see, Sevilla have just released a statement too. A very, very telling statement. Now, I'll, I'll get the statement for you in a bit. But let me just bring you up to speed on everything that's been happening. So, in March this year... Prosecutors from Barcelona opened a case. Um, basically, that started with re uh, referees, vice chairman, yes, Negrera, uh, Enrique Negrera. That, that's his name. He's a vice president of the Spanish Referees Technical Committee. That's the position he used to occupy. Now, the investigation started because Negrera owns a company called Dasnil 95. That apparently is a consultancy firm. Now, they found out basically that there were certain amounts of money that had been paid to him that did not receive any taxes or he didn't pay taxes on certain monies that had been paid to him. So there was a tax probe on him. Now, the tax probe doubled around and later connected the dots to Barcelona and saw that the monies that had been paid to the man were coming from Barcelona Football Club, totaling an amount of seven i believe seven million pounds or seven million euros now following that particular investigation he has stepped aside yeah. or he finished his role actually in 2018 that's when he exited the vice president's role a lot of things have happened in between that time barcelona president sandro rossell and bartomeu have both been indicted for falsification of documents <clears throat> to which they have accepted that they have done that matter has not gone to court yet i think the spanish prosecutors are still doing their investigations now wednesday is the latest twist in the issue now prosecutors decided to raid the spanish referees technical committee headquarters it's mm -hmm. an arm of the spanish fa so they decided to go there to go and take documents why because they had requested the body to send them documents of when negrera was in charge as vice president and they voluntarily refused to do it so they went in rambo style and seized files grabbed documents and went out of the place what we know so far is that according to alleged reports from the spanish prosecutor payments have been made to negrera who was vice chairman of the spanish referees technical committee from 2001 to 2018 payments have been made to him 
from 2001 to 2018. Now, a formal bribery investigation has been opened and a formal bribery charge has been slapped on Barcelona. So Barcelona are being charged with bribery alongside two of their topmost officials in Sandro Rossell and Bartomeu. This is where the case is as things stand. Now, what we also know is that if the case does make it to court, it will be sat on by a jury. And so this will have criminal implications for Barcelona. So we know in the past that they will do suspended sentences and whatnot for cases. But it looks like this case has just taken a, a, a way more serious turn than other cases in the past. It's so a, It's a simple case. Negreira has been reached. He says that indeed monies have been paid to him. But he says that there has been no wrongdoing. Exactly. Barcelona have agreed exactly. and accepted that they've paid monies to Negrera. But they say the monies were paid for consultancy. Amen. And for Negrera and his organization to provide them with extra refereeing videos and reports to augment their own scouting and their own information department. Exactly. Guys, I find this highly, highly, highly <laughs> Lugubrious. Lugubrious. <laughs> I mean, how? So, Barcelona as a club. Okay. Effectively, hold on. Yeah. Okay. So, effectively, mm -hmm. you are saying, mm -hmm. or the case says that Barcelona paid money mm -hmm. to this, what's his name? Negrera. Enrique Negrera. Yeah. Former vice president of the Spanish, Spanish Referees Committee. They paid money to him for what? For consultancy. Consultancy. That's, they, what, Barcelona that's what Barcelona is saying. It's consultancy money. Okay. So and what, this is very normal. What services did he offer to them? You see, he was providing them with technical reports. reports. Technical reports. Yes. yes. On what? On how to behave to on, avoid on, on yellow cards. Yes. Those refereeing things. patterns and all that. I see. Give me no influence. Tell it this. I see. No, because I listen. We know that before the start of league seasons, players are taking through some orientation by the referees who handle the league. So it happens in England. It happens in all leagues, really. All leagues. You are told of the rules, how to conduct yourself. So I wonder why Barcelona would want to find somebody to give what extra guidance as to what how to maneuver let me tell you how what what, what trouble Barcelona. severe statement uh, let me just summarize they say they are appalled by the fact that Barcelona have been indicted in this matter so typically there's a game going on between the two yes, teams right that now. is true they say that there's protocol that they go through with their club presidents and whatnot before the games happen they scrapped all the protocol before this game happened they say they are they are waiting patiently for Spanish prosecutors to finish their work. Yeah, of course. But as things stand now, they take a strong stance against the possible bribery allegations leveled against Look, Barcelona. Now that this has hmm. taken on this dimension, ah, I don't get it. It's like Sevilla is in support of Barcelona or what? No, no, no. Sevilla is Sevilla is saying that they are appalled by what. The Spanish okay, prosecutors okay. are saying say, Barcelona has done, done. Okay, but okay, they okay. want to give Barcelona the benefit of the doubt, the doubt. for now. Of for course, now. once there, once once there are investigations that are going on, <laughs> we wait to see. But the point is that for me, mm -hmm. I look at it and say, in the last few years, mm -hmm. two to three years, Barcelona's name have been mentioned in in all some of these very odd cases. This shall pass, you know, Bartomeu's <laughs> episode, 
Abidal's episode, mm. The Grab Part One. It looks like the part two is a bit more serious. We'll just have to wait and see how this will play out. But I feel that for Barcelona's size and stature as a club, this, this is, is extremely concerning on, that your name keeps coming up. Somebody say, well, they are not the only big team. Somebody can point at Juventus. But the point is that what reputation do you gain over time? People start to look at your achievements and start to ask themselves questions that are all these things that you want, could it have been that they were tainted? Referees were throwing you alley you know, so to your strikers. Well, Ben, one, let me start with you. I think it's so unfair, so, so unfair to describe Barcelona as corruption football club. It's not me, it's not me. No, this no, is not my description. In your intro, in your intro, in your intro. <laughs> it's also unfair to describe such a, a club, a big one, of course, as a corrupt <laughs> football club. Because, 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 because I'll, I'll get there. Because at the moment, mm -hmm. there is no verdict. To say the club is guilty. They say two of your two. See, two, 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 when you are under two, investigation, no, no, doesn't on. mean you are guilty. Hold on, hold on. It says no. You see, there, there's substance to it. It says mm -hmm. in the in the reads yeah. that two Barcelona top ranking officers. Yes. And I've given you names, but have, you have been indicted like, for falsification of, of documents, documents for which they have see they have said that exactly. yes, it happened. Sandro Rosell has had issues before. We we understand that, but Thank you. the point is this. The club FC Barcelona mm -hmm. has not been declared has not been declared guilty uh -huh. okay, of true. any corruption charges yet. <laughs> so the club at the moment is innocent technically. <laughs> now you know there's something called evidence. So the game is evidence here, and in all of these investigations, Esquire there is Pichich. no evidence. Esquire Pichich. There is no evidence that implicates Barcelona. Mm -hmm. In fixing matches it's not simplistic to say that oh they've paid money so they fix the match paying money to one referee doesn't automatically mean that you fix the match not just one match fixing to the head of the, the one who appointed now look at why the monies were paid okay and the club has explained clearly why they made the payment yes that is true? yes the payment was made and there's a reason to this payment mm -hmm. the club indicates that Negera had a firm the firm was mm -hmm. a consultancy firm and they needed the services of that firm so if you needed the service you have to pay yeah. to get a service what they were looking for is reports on refereeing patterns behaviors and reports for the coaches and the what players so that they'll get to know okay this referee is like this so when you are playing a game where he's the referee you should know how you you play this referee likes to flash more you look at so be careful when you play against him this referee is quite lenient so they were just what seeking for reports on referee let, behavior let me, give, let me give you a, now, a quick update on something that happened before you go on Good. so it says barcelona has revealed that it has severed all relations with Sevilla after the andalusian club announced its executives would not sit in the director's box at Barcelona's <laughs> Louis Company Olympic Stadium wow. for Sevilla Friday's La Liga game. Now, hold on. Mm -hmm. Sevilla announced its break from the match day protocol after Barca were charged with suspected bribery on Thursday. Now, the charges relate... I've gone to it. Yeah. Former Barca presidents Jose Maria Bartomeu and Sandro Rosell also stand accused of the same charges as do Negreira and his son Javier Enriquez Romero. Okay. Good. So, yes... Payments so the clubs see, are in their own coalition as of now. Oh, I mean, they are football clubs. Obviously, they will not want these mm -hmm. issues to go in the favor of the opponent. Their opponents, so they need to do that. I, I understand where Sevilla is coming from, but the point is this. At the moment, even despite the raid in Madrid, when it mm -hmm. comes to the headquarters of the refereeing committee, mm -hmm. 
no evidence has been found. That's the key point here. That no evidence oh, has been found. No, no one has been arrested. Hold on, hold on, mm -hmm. hold on. You are getting ahead of yourself. Hold on. Yeah, the, I'm, raid, I'm, the raid was conducted on Wednesday. Good. If, if, you, if, you, if you know evidence. how forensic investigators mm -hmm. work, they are obviously going to the files. See, you, you are not going to find out two days, 48 hours yes, after ben, the raid was ben, conducted. The club has agreed that they made the payment. Yeah. You need to understand this. Yes. And has given reasons yeah. why they made the payment. Yeah. But I think it, it's been too easy Mm -hmm. To say that because payments have been made, mm -hmm. Barca have been fixing their matches from 2001 to 2018. Nobody has said that. Nobody no, has people said think that. that it's match fixing. People this, say that. This people are, are, this people are so hold on. easy. Let, let, you, you, you are the legal man here. As for, Speak as legal for language. People, 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 people There is alleged suspicion of wrongdoing. Alleged suspicion of wrongdoing. For me, mm -hmm. for me, working, so. for me, one this is CSI La Liga. This is CSI La Liga. For me, I'm glad the investigations are ongoing. Talib, but the severe statement is down in power. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me for you. He says, oh, hold on, hold on. He says, we express our complete outrage mm -hmm. and condemnation mm -hmm. of the actions carried out by former officials of Barcelona who are indicted in the Negrera case, actions that are allegedly considered criminal by a court. As stated in the media, as stated in the court order disseminated in the media. Okay, we reject the behavior of Barcelona during the periods in which these alleged crimes took place. For this reason, we have suspended the normal protocol corresponding to the La Liga match scheduled for Friday between Barca and Sevilla, and will have no representation in the stadium's VIP box. We want to express our deepest respect for the Barcelona members and season ticket holders as well. As for their current employees or officials who work daily at Barca and who are indirectly implicated in this matter, we hope that for the sake of the competition, all events in the Negrera case will be clarified in the light of the judge's recent considerations. Charlie, your <laughs> I mean, fellow club see, is already out. I'm saying, you. I agree to what they are trying to do. If the clubs who support Barcelona, they have every right not to do that. But the point here is this. Barcelona, Barcelona at the moment is innocent. And I I think that it's too easy to say because they've made this payment, mm -hmm. all their games in that 17 year span, all the trophies, their hard earned trophies, some magical moment created by Lionel Messi. At this point, it's it's some, some at this magical point, moment. At this point, it's see, hard to tell what is hard end. See, oh. you, you look at you look at Barca during that period. Look at the managers we had. Yeah. I think in that period we had the Pep era. No one can tell me. Oh no, That's, we had more managers than that. Okay, yes, yeah. but but also during that period there was the Pep era. Mm -hmm. No one can tell me that the magical moments that Pep Guardiola created with his boys for four years, from 2008 to were influenced by the referees. You and I don't know. You this. and I watched Barcelona games. We don't know this. And there were games where even Barcelona were what affected by poor refereeing during that era. <laughs> no, but oh, yes, <laughs> see. There is absolutely no way, you see, no way that you can pin Barca. And, and there was the right card era, what a marketing club, just because it made the pin. Yeah, and there right was the right card era that had Ronaldinho mm -hmm. in his prime. Top, top talent. So, yes, see, he, see, he, has, uh, so, uh, he makes legit points to, to, to buttress his case that, yes, the some from the looks of it, mm -hmm. it doesn't look pretty, but when you look at the substance, the 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 products on the pitch, yeah. and what they were able to produce. It's hard to argue that all of it was based on, or was based off. Um, See, you guys, uh, you guys are only talking nah, about. You are only talking about difficult. a short sample size. Now, Raikard was in charge from what 2003 to 2008. The implications mm -hmm. started. The 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 payment started in 2001. One. So I it, think it started from hold on. No, 
it started from um, 2001 would be Carlos Rexac. So Carlos Rexac, then Louis Van Gaal, mm -hmm. and then they, had, Shaq, yeah. then they had uh, Radome Rado Antic, yes. Rijkaard, yes. Guardiola, but, Villanova, but, Martino. But Ben, between 2001 and 2004, mm -hmm. Barcelona was going through pure hell. This was in the aftermath of the Luis Figo maybe, uh, move maybe, to Real Madrid. Maybe this is why. <laughs> maybe that is when they conceived the idea that, <laughs> that, that, see, that perhaps they, see, need, they needed help. See, if you know where Barca is coming from, you yeah. know that this matter will die. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Barcelona yeah. know how to put it under no, the carpet. No, not under the carpet, <laughs> guys. See, the matter, as we've as we've detailed, mm -hmm. is under investigation. Exactly. So we, we all of us may have our own opinions. Yeah. Like we've established. We wait to see what the investigation will say. But the point I make is a very simple point. I'm saying that Barcelona as a football club mm -hmm. needs to look at itself and say that... This Atomio, Atomio. <laughs> you see, because... For the last four years... The last four years have been really rife with all kinds of stories around Barcelona. Bartomeu and the funny, funny things. Tax evasion. Tax evasion. Eric Abidal. Strange player contracts. Magical accounting. With the creative, creative accounting. So I feel that as a club, they need to understand that mm -hmm. it is not just football. Football clubs now hold, they have an image, they have a reputation. So you cannot live your life and then have all these things hanging around your name. So from a PR perspective, Barca need to really clean their image and clean it well. But as for this matter, it's in court. It's in court. And then we wait to see what the details of those investigations. There's victory ahead Let me Barcelona. <laughs> Let me read a few messages coming through. A lot of them have been coming through. Um, let's start from the very top or the very bottom. Okay. Uh, this one here uh, says that Nana from Kwashiman says, I wish Maguire could defend like the way the guy is defending Barcelona. Nah, it's the kind of defending Jomensa will be proud of. Pichichi is who you are talking about. Jenas from Racecourse says, Pichichi, the thing is clear. We saw some of the things that went on. La. We all said referees were favoring Barca even when we didn't know this. The thing is clear. Mini consultation. Conflict of interest can even come in. And why didn't they pay their taxes? Pichichi, you go explain, Taya. Um, Moman Mo Classic um, says that... Um, uh, Petiti go explain tire, no evidence. This one here says it's from Animal Father from Greater Estate. It says Petiti, please stop glorifying corruption. If this is this is this is the same thing going on in our Ghanaian league. People taking goats, fouls, <laughs> and so on. Barca needs to be punished. Simple. Kulusevsky says, I wasn't surprised with Napoli's actions after the president's comments on African players when Koulibaly left the club. I think that I think that's what Yaw was referring to. Um, Bellyman says that even Maguire has not received such treatment. Osimen should pack quick. Old Trafford awaits him. Um, Yesuvi says, we need Osimen at Mayu. After all, Amrabat will give him the pass. Need Todjo from Teba Newtown says, Osimen should take Napoli on. No regrets and apologies. Kett and the GFA administration has failed and are destroying our beautiful game. Ghanaians should wake up. This one here says, Good evening to all of you. Eric Mango from Nungwa. The Italians have a habit of shaming any black who shines brighter than their own. I don't believe if it was Di Natale, they would have done that. Shout out to Pichichi. Salute. Okay. This one here says, Ben, the Osimen camp are trying to use this to get out of the club. Go to the Napoli TikTok page and check for yourself. They do this to most of their players and coaches. They even have one of their team captains. So somebody with a different opinion there. Okay. Gabi from Tema says, Hi, City Panorama. Quara missed the penalty in the semis of the Champions League against AC Milan. We didn't see any video of such. 
Harry from Adenta says, Coach must give us a GFA or sports ministry version of Know Your Field Leaders. Hashtag Occupy Julobi House. Uh, this one here says, Ayuba Halilu says that um, our football in Ghana will grow not only by getting companies to own clubs like Goal or Shell, but getting rid of nepotism and corruption in our game. I agree. And we will rush to the GPL like we watch the EPL. Okay. This one says, Hi, Ben. Uh, Elisha from Insakina says, In as much as the Ghanaian economic situation is bad, I don't agree with Nathan saying people find it difficult to spend 50 cities to watch a football game. When we do our football well and it becomes attractive, fans will come to the stadium. True, the likes of Shatter, Sack and Stone charge huge fees for their shows. Yet these fans pay and attend because they know what they'll be getting uh, when they go to the shows. Israel from USA, United States of assignment. Be careful. He <laughs> says, Puka is the ish. Every guy must try it and thank me later. Now, GFA is synonymous to injunction. Kurt should just allow a free to contest and let sleeping dogs lie. Kojo Zenon from Louisiana says, Ben, let me tell you something funny. So, I originally lived in New York and that is like four hours away to listen to CTFM at three. And I've moved to LA, so that's five hours away. So I'm here and waiting for three o'clock. I was just browsing on Twitter on it and remember that hey, I almost they can't miss my show. Wow. City has some grip on me, Charlie. <laughs> the man day, the West Coast, they listen panorama. Big ups to the people big over big there. Ups, big ups. Lambert in Dodo says, Good evening, Ben and crew. I'm happy Anthony is back. Going forward, they should be selective with people they associate with. Kind regards to Jonathan Latte, an ardent listener and a man united fan. Moses Kofinoy says, Poch should tell Nicholas Jackson to be a standing nine in order to receive services from the midfielders. Any midfielder who refuses to feed him must be benched. Jackson moves too deep into midfield for the ball, and by the time he gets to the opponent's 18-yard, he's either tired or dispossessed. This shall solve our goal-scoring challenge. Lipu Mama says, My panorama crew, I greet you all. Looks like Klopp is doing the Lord's work nowadays. He better finish strong at the end. Oh, Lipu Mama. Nana from Kwasiman um, says, good evening to the best sports crew. GH, hope you guys are well. Wishing you all the very, a very bright and wonderful weekend. My U fans saw a midfielder who didn't hide from the ball. And some of us think he is it. Amrabat is excellent, but please, no unrealistic expectations. Let's talk about the Premier League on yeah. that note. It's a big game weekend. There's Spurs versus Liverpool. A quick thought, Coach. Anthony has been uh, accepted back in training. He's available for selection as well. He was grilled for about six hours by the police. He left the courthouse. Pictures of him surfaced. Looked like he was smiling. Yeah, of course. You see, at the end of the day, you have to be very, very careful. If you are a public figure, if you are a Man United player, whoever you are, whatever you do, you need to add a bit more caution to whatever you need to think twice those people you get closer to especially when it comes to the opposite sex you need to be very very careful and carry yourself in a certain way for me i don't condone men who will assault women not yeah. at all far from that if you do that and i'm closer to you maybe you have to beat me as well but at the end of the day i also will not support any lady who think that I have to lie or say certain things to destroy mm -hmm. a footballer. Investigations are still ongoing. But of course, as a Man United fan, I really want him to come and play play his football because that is what he's supposed to be doing to end 11. This cannot be equated to the Mason Greenwood issue. This is a mm -hmm. completely different issue altogether. And uh, 
I think my United as a team mm -hmm. believe that they understand clearly what is going on mm -hmm. and they are in a strong position. Yeah. So because for them to have taken that stand and say, look, he resumes training. I listened to Ten Hag today. He said he'll be at the grounds tomorrow morning and he's ready to be selected into the team. It means that United as a team have some correspondence on how the issue is going in Brazil mm -hmm. and whatever is being yeah. done here too yeah. in England. Anthony, just to add, Anthony met the police That's this right. week. Yeah. He met the police this week to because the police too are looking into yeah, it in England. He was invited. He had a chat. So, like, your, like Chris is saying, if the club is saying he can come back to training, it means that they probably know something. Yeah. They know how the case is going. going. So, in the meantime, the young man can continue doing his work. Yeah, so, look, I want to see him back. I think um, he's a player personally I have missed. Now that Amrabat is <laughs> in. Is it why you love him? Now that. Ah, me team in the mood. Me team in the missing player. What do you mean about that? What do you mean about that? I've missed everything about that. Oh, it's all the killing, the goals, everything. Now that I want to see how he's going to be supplying the passes to Rashma Hogland to be now that Amrabat has come solid midfield combo with Casemiro. All right, you're right. He's better than Mudrik. Manchester United don't have left backs. Everybody's out injured. Let's talk about the big game for the weekend. It's first taking on. Liverpool, big game, big, big, very, big, very game. big game. Spurs are flying. They are flying this season. They've, they've, have they lost a the game this season? No, not yet. They've not, not lost a the game. They just, they've drawn twice. They've forgotten how to lose. Yeah, Liverpool also unbeaten this season. Um, the game is at the Tottenham Stadium. Um, let me start to you, Nathan. Just quick thoughts. So, uh, Postecoglou got a draw against Arsenal. He'll be looking to get a win against Liverpool. Both teams are not very stable defensively. Um, how do their strengths and weaknesses cancel out? Well, for, for Spurs, the history doesn't favour them. Mm -hmm. They haven't beaten Liverpool, I think, in their last, what was it, 12 attempts? I, I'm not too sure. I have a lot of stats on this game. But the history doesn't favour them mm -hmm. at all. And Liverpool, in the last few years, have had a good run in this game, especially away from home. Mm. The challenge, though, is that both teams can't keep clean sheets. Hmm. There will be goals in this. Liverpool cannot stop teams from scoring. Hmm. So now it's a matter of, I score, you score, I just score more than you. And I look at Liverpool and the firepower they have and what they can do, especially on the break. And I think that Spurs will really, really have to be very smart on how they handle Liverpool's test. We've seen Spurs showing some great powers of recovery against Arsenal, they did against Sheffield. But Liverpool is a different type of animal. Liverpool this season, they don't get a lot of plaudits, but they are playing some very, very good football. They seem to have done a good rebuild, even though I think the rebuild is not fully there. They seem to have revived the team all of a sudden. They are playing at the high tempo we know them to, to play. But it will be a fun game. It will be quite interesting. Ange Postecoglou has to decide, do I go at Liverpool or back off and then try and hit them on the break? Because I feel that what Spurs have done this season is to stay in games long enough mm -hmm. for it to develop into a bit of a chaotic situation and take advantage. Case in point, when they played Man United, when the game started to swing a little, mm -hmm. Spurs took advantage and scored. Against Arsenal, they showed strength. As soon as they went down, they managed to fight back. So that's in there. And it will be a unique test for Ange Postecoglou because he hasn't faced a team that is devastating on the counter like Liverpool. Mm -hmm. At the same time, he has to decide whether he wants to pin Liverpool back and go at them. But it will be interesting. I'd love to see 
how he handles medicine, what he deploys medicine to do. And Is Son's he back? Son, he, has some, he had an injury issue. I, I, I will have to wait yeah. to see. Son hasn't scored at home this season. All his goals have been on the road. Interesting. So that's also another dynamic. For Liverpool, like I said, I'm concerned about their back line. That back line, I don't know what is going on with that back line. They can't stop teams. Virgil van Dijk is looking shaky. The entire back line is not looking stable, meaning that Spurs will have their moment. It's an issue of how many times they can breach that Liverpool defence and how many goals they can outscore Liverpool by because Liverpool will definitely get goals to score in that game. Yeah, I think it will come down to who Jorgen Klopp wants to play in midfield. Hmm. For Spurs, it is very clear that it's going to be the Suma and, and Sa. And I think you take those two guys out of their tactical uh, shape, mm-hmm. they'll be in big, big trouble. So I think Liverpool will have to match because of how porous they are defensively. Mm-hmm. They have to match Spurs for that sort of um, um, hard-working DM players who will stay in shape yeah. and protect the back four. So I don't know whether he's going to go with Endo the boy from Japan, mm-hmm. or he's going to go with Gravenberg. Mm-hmm. How do you say they pronounce that name? Gravenberg. You understand? I don't know whether he would do it because clearly there'll be Sobotsly, there'll be McAllister. McAllister yeah. Those two will be in the mix. Sobotsly rifle that shot in from It was absolutely... Me. More from where Look, that, that was. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. That is typical him, isn't it? Yeah. And for, for, for me, it would come down to that. You're down Club, eight more to go. Yeah, Jorgen Klopp has a decision to make. Whether he will play McAllister, Subasly, and the young boy Phillips, or mm-hmm. he will go for the Japanese boy and do a typical four-three-three mm-hmm. with the with the apex of the triangle being being the base. Mm-hmm. And the I mean, base. Ha- having seen what Spurs do, what would you do if you were club? Yeah, I think I will start with the Japanese boy. Okay, because defensively, Liverpool natural DM, natural DM, somebody who who will see the danger before it gets to mm-hmm. Van Dijk and Co, who are very, very uncertain with their defending nowadays. So I will start with them and then, look, rely on the workaholic instinct of Sobosly mm-hmm. and McAllister to bring proper balance. And of course, the three men up front. I want to see um, Darwin Nunes, Mohamed Salah, yeah. and of course, uh, 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 Luis Diaz mm-hmm. on the left. I think in Liverpool, will play like that. I think they'll have just what it takes to outscore mm. and beat Spurs. But in the case of Spurs too, Nathan says something very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, the head coach will have to decide whether I will sit mm-hmm. and invite Liverpool onto me yeah. if I'm the one. Because Liverpool themselves have shown that when you sit off them, they tend to struggle because they are the team that strive on spaces in mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. you for them to use the pace of their players to go and exploit. So if I'm the coach of Spurs, I will yeah. sit and use Madison because even in tight spaces, yeah. I think technically he's got the ability to free himself. Mm-hmm. And once he does that, and Song is on the move, yeah, the, uh, Kolosevsky is, is on the move, there will be proper outlet because look, the plain surface of the White Hadley is huge. Mm. And there are times where I look at him and I say, Come on, man, if 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 you can play the ball into space, your opponent will always be, be, be in big, big trouble. So, mm. tactically, Pochatoglu will have to set. Yeah. And invite Liverpool because if he decides to go toe to toe, so far, so far, Pastor Koglu has not yeah. shown that he knows how to sit back. His his football is very no. I I I, 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 I against against Arsenal, 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 slightly. There was there was swipe, a little slight bit of slight mm. slight one mm. that got them to be patient. Look, the goals they considered were goals that were so unfortunate. Yeah, the deflected goal 
and uh, and I think uh, the penalty. Uh, the penalty. penalty. But in terms of they keeping their shape and mm -hmm. being very uh, resilient to whatever Arsenal had on the day, I think they were fantastic. Let me read they a few messages. Let me like read messages tomorrow. coming from YouTube. So, uh, Town Babe says Osimhen should advise himself. He should ask Balotelli if this was a Ghanaian player. Anka, he would say, Enyeshe, I support this guy's actions. Hopefully, he doesn't stay after the January window. Ephraim Lyon says, Manchester City, one Manchester City player was fined because of stuff like this. The joke is on Napoli. The Italian league is one of the most racist leagues on earth. I mean, their history is well documented. When you go to Johnson Kelvin Akwaje, uh, he says that, Coach Eniao, my friends and I from Philadelphia extend our regards. We love the show and we are Panoramians. Nice nice uh, which of the Philadelphia? Is it the church or the the city? Good question. Good question. No, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You only let it there. Okay, so you're asking a legit question. Selassie says. Dame time to Milwaukee is mine, Boston. Yeah. Giannis, Dame is going to be one of the best duos this season. Dan Kwabismak says, it's funny how players can earn more in a place like Sri Lanka than Ghana. <laughs> what is this? Okay, so those are the comments. Let me go to Twitter real quick, and then we'll do some business Olympics before we wrap it up, before we go. Yes, yes, yes. Quick, quick one from Twitter. A few people have been getting to me. Pram Pram Fisherman, our good friend, yeah. Ani Osabute says, Ben, it's now clear. Now, the Champions League final with Barca wow. was scripted from the boardroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Agenda not set. He says, no. fans. <laughs> Inusa, no, Inusa Haruna says, okay, let Pichichi know that payment stopped exactly when his tenure ended. What a coincidence. How is that possible? There's no smoke without fire. Kudos to the entire crew. I told you, when 2018, when the man walked out, that's when the payment stopped. Rex for that match, he says, if my economic circumstances are good and I have enough disposable income. Why would I bother at paying 100 Ghana to watch Accra House of Folk play? Okay, so a lot of people think that good football, they will pay. It doesn't matter oh, yes, how I much mean, the money. Sure, sure, Let's yeah, do some yeah, quick hype yeah, Business yeah. Olympics. So my guy called me today. Yeah. It's from Exim Bank. He said, Moro, those of you who have mm -hmm. missed watching Allen Iverson. Mm -hmm. yeah. He is, he, he, close over, close he, over. he is coming to revive the place. Nice one. If, nice one. if the passing wow. of Kobe Bryant nice means one. that you forgot about how Kobe Bryant played, hey, tomorrow, tomorrow no. come to Eden Heights. Eden Heights. If, if you like, if you want to see Dennis Rodman type game, nice hey. come to <laughs> Eden Heights. Men Kaseman can't trail. But Eden Heights, the court debut. You know, see, it's not it's not even the fiber it's the electronic scoreboard the and, the, board and, and, the, and the short clock that kills yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, this is a rich, rich, rich investment. Rich tomorrow, electronic tomorrow, scoreboard tomorrow, and tomorrow, short clock. Tomorrow when we are running the comment, we will channel our inner 
Kevin Haaland, thank you, Nana. Jackson. Thank you. There's a 10 second difference between game clock and shot so clock. Oh, that's a Nana. Mama, that's a bad man. That's a bad man. So they've said it, Talisi. The, the arena, eh? the AC is, is chilling. AC. Oh, Nana. Those of you who like the sacris, like Kut says, no more German. go go. Thank you, my brother. Oh no, Kaye was I'm I'm coming and it was Now pre on the mask get set. Okay. Mm. Mr. 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 Look, it is going to be a beautiful. It's always gotten beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. For me, I've said it. I remember the first one we did. Bema Cup. The Bema Cup. Every other year is gotten better. It's gotten more competitive. I mean, like I said. A chon CBO war contract with the play contract wuji wuji. I trouble she be not trouble about Quedalan. I quenny be I don't know. I all the CEOs may not be on a CEO could be any polet my north and a trouble like a consult. Yeah, here, here, yeah. Come there. Oh. You are chilling. You oh. are enjoying. Yeah. You are enjoying. You will are be there. Exercising. Corporate yeah. and corporate leaders. But after business, eh, no, oh. yeah. If you see somebody from the corner, oh, yeah. Thank you. Come and network because Charlie. Network. Mm. Meet other companies. And they are goodies. They are goodies. Let me tell you what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yango. Ah, no more. For those of you who want to go there, Yango. Oh, yeah. Now, let me tell you what Yango is doing for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You get a 30% discount. Cool. On the first three trips, you sign up as a new user. So that's for new users, 30%. You get 20% on the first two trips if you sign up at the Yango stand as a new user. So this is for nice those of you who sign, sign up, up at the Yango stand at Eden Heights. Nice one. Yango, Good. fella. It's not done yet. You get 30% discount hey, if you download and pay wow. with the Yango Pay app. Oh, wow. Hold on. That's not all. Oh, wow. You get 50% discount hey. on the first three trips wow. if you download the app for the first time at the Yango stand. Last one. Hey, Yango. Another 50% discount mm. if you refer a friend in app and the friend you refer also gets 10% on their first trip. Hey. Look for the referral button within the app. See, Yango all your there. problems will be solved by downloading the Yango app. That's the first thing you need to do. Download the app now, 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 now. If you like, tomorrow go to Eden Heights and find the Yango stand. Good things will happen for you. Listen, don't say I didn't do anything good for you. Before I go, mm -hmm. today is the birthday of the Don, the couple. Oh, the rave master. Oh, Charlie, the rave, the rave master. master. Nana to four boating. Yeah, Mr. Nana. Versatile. Oh, Charlie. But the only problem Nana Tufo is that he's a suffering Arsenal fan. These days, things are going well small, but that is the only thing about Nana Tufo. Mm -hmm. Nana Tufo, join a different team. But the rave master, Tali, will do all. No, he oh, yeah, yeah. Tufo, From the sports man. panorama crew, Nana. Oh, Nana. Oh, Nana. Why are you doing that? Juju, 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 Juju. Juju, 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 Juju,
Oh, Daddy. Daddy, 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 on a, the rabbit man's wife. Oh, mm. Shanton. Shanton. But Shanton, you haven't brought rabbit uh, kebab. Thank you. Thank you. Mrs. Hammond, mm. I gave you a job to do. Mm. <laughs> the it's, feedback I'm getting mm -hmm. is that Mrs. Salmon, mm. oh, Mrs. Salmon, Look, today happens to be the birthday of a very very special lady look a lady a lady who is not only my colleague but she's the wife of a true gentleman true gentleman look to mrs victoria safwa bancherme she works at Ghana Christian International School. She, that's why I say she's mm. my colleague at work. Mm. Mm. Look, today happens to be her birthday. Mm. And the icing on the cake is the fact that it is her fifth wedding anniversary. Nice. Safwa. The, the icing on Double the cake. Double from Double. Mr. Bancherme. Thank you. She normally calls her husband Joey. Joey says, I should tell you, Joey, you've always been a blessing in his life. Oh, Five years ago, when he decided to get married to you, he knew he was making the best choice <laughs> from your sons. Oh, Joey, Kweku and Kojo. Oh, Joey, she's given Joey two very strong young men. Thank you. The boy says, through their father, mm. we should tell you, I should tell you, mm. that you are indeed a lovely mother. Thank you. They are so proud of you, and may the good Lord continue to bless you. Charlie, you make sure you are loved oh. by your husband. Oh. He says, he will continue to do this over and over and again and again and again, because you've always been there for him and the little boys. Mm. Safwa, happy birthday, Wati, mm. from your colleague, Coach Nimle. Oh. I am so grateful. Oh. I don't only have you as, oh. as as a colleague, but as a true sister. Thank you. My wife. Thank you. My children, Davida, David, and Odelia, oh. also says I should tell Auntie happy birthday. We love you. As you've always been a lovely person to the family. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a start off.
Oh yeah, just a quick one. Um, big shouts to um, Gideon Ampofo and his wife Joyce mm. Joycelyn Ampofo mm. inside uh, Domi, mm. and a big shouts to the GSP Basketball League folks mm. inside uh, Sunyane Technical University. Uh, move over to the Sunyane Technical University basketball courts this mm. Saturday and enjoy the GSP Basketball League inside Sunyane. Big, big shouts to you guys. Big stuff, Nathan. Okay, Yenti will be at Daddy Lumba is what we'll leave you with. <laughs> My name is Benjamin Iketi. I head coach Christopher Nimli, Yawe Jaminta Evans, Ufuchumanso, and Nathan Kwao. The Premier League preview show will come up right after we are done here. Until then, Yenti will be out. Yeah.